This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm here today visiting with Adam Landman, uh, artist and architect here in Oklahoma City. Adam, thanks so much for taking the time to visit with me today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks. I appreciate it. I thought what we would do is uh, really understand the, uh, you know, kind of the, uh, the idea that gave you your, or how you got the idea to transition into having your own firm and just hearing about the vision for that, just yeah. kind of hearing that story. Yeah, yeah. So I have, uh, for a long time, been working on community development projects and it it dates back to 2005 with the pod squad and hopefully some of them listen to this uh uh, down the road because they're going to love it but this was a group of eight students uh from university of oklahoma second and third year students in architecture school and me as a visiting professor at the time and i i had uh followed sam mockaby's work over at the rule studio for many years and still follow the Rural Studio and, and what they're doing. And uh, that was a program that kind of went out into the community um, and into sort of diverse communities and helped put together projects that were community-based, that were um, of a very unique nature, of a very low budget, and the students would build them and they would learn those skills uh, of construction and and thinking through the process of making something and kind of, uh, you know, the creative process of making, which I think is incredibly important to today's architects and, and artists and, and really just communities at large. Um, and and uh, we decided to make, uh, uh, I had an opportunity to make a campgrounds up at Grand Lake. Hmm. And we, I took these, these eight students up there and we had a little bit of planning in place as to what we kind of wanted to make. We decided we make pods. They were sort of like uh, cocoons or chrysalis shaped uh, objects. And uh, uh, the idea was you would get into one of these as, as your little tent, as your camp. You could get inside of it and uh, people can see images of it on my website. So, um, And you would wheel yourself up into the trees instead of camping on the ground. Uh, using ropes and pulleys and, and sort of a counterweight system. And, uh, and we made, I think there were four, four pods there. There was a, a camping pod, there was a storage pod, there was a, a fire pod, and then, and then there was sort of a, an extra pod. Uh, <laughs> and, and we made them out of materials that we found on site uh, that were around and readily available. Um, we asked people around there to help us and come out and and uh, sort of collaborate or cooperate, I think, with us uh, in the making of it. And, you know, nobody knew us when we got there. They didn't. One guy at a store actually said, I don't know you from Adam to me. And I, I said, well, it's nice to meet you. I am Adam. And, you know, <laughs> and uh, we, we kind of uh, got the community to buy into what we were doing because they'd never seen anything like it. We were the crazy, you know, artists and architects from Oklahoma City and uh, in the end, we were that wonderful group of kids. They all knew us by name. They'd come out and feed us. They brought us water. The, you know, they'd run 300 feet of electric cord from their house over to where we were working so that we didn't have to. And it became, and that's, that, that was the key. That was the point. You know, the kids, the kids and me, we've all got pictures of the pots, and they're beautiful, right? But the lasting part of it was the community building we did by, by putting that project together. And so... From that time on, I've been developing uh, just sort of a series of design build and or just these sort of unique projects and and got several of them online right now. And 
Uh, obviously, you know, Skyline Timeline was a great opportunity that I got from DOKC, and I think that, that turned out really well, and people enjoyed it. And uh, uh, I built a, a project called the Trash Trailer, which was sort of a, uh, uh, a two-fold idea between um, we sure do waste a lot of material in this world, and also how do you how do you how can you create a system that would quickly provide shelter for people in a disaster zone, like a tornado or something like that? How can you sort of gather up the rubble and create something new from it, um, which is a, an interesting idea? And we, we, we figured out a way to bail trash blocks together, and we made this project called the Trash Trailer uh, and uh, uh, did a, a, a little project, a 24-hour sort of guerrilla art project in an alleyway just... Uh, you ever see the big trash day around Oklahoma City? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so if you go around to that and people do this, right, they go around and they gather things. Um, people throw away very valuable, very valuable things. And I'm not talking about TVs or VCRs or things like that, a VCR, uh, DVD or Blu-ray maybe. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, they're throwing away sticks of wood or doors or old bed frames and things like this will... You know, we can construct entire environments out of those things. Those mm. things are stable. They're structural. They're pre-made. They're prefabricated. Um, they're useful. All you got to do is change that. That's not a door anymore. Now it's a wall. And you got to sort of change your mindset about uh, what these things are and how they can be used. And I mean, this is this isn't just me thinking this. There's there's a whole line of architects and designers and artists who have used this this sort of thinking uh, in their work and and. I just like to pick up on that end and, and create a, a practice that's about um, reuse. Uh, it's about rethinking. Um, it's about you know creating something new, and and ultimately it's about uh, community building and placemaking. You know, um, I've, I've said this before. There's there's no need to have a place if you don't have a community. So placemaking mm. is an objective, but community building is a bigger objective, and the two can go hand in hand. And that's. That's kind of the short version of maybe the impetus to, hey, you know, this, this should be a practice, and it's not a standard architectural practice at all. It's a, it's a design-build practice. It's a practice that sort of looks, at, looks for clients that can't afford architects, maybe, hmm. you know, um, looks for uh, clients that are, are ready to take a, take a risk and be bold and uh, uh, go for it, you know, let's, let's do something new and innovative and... Um, that's not always, you know, that's not always your, and, and understandably so, a developer doesn't always go down that road, you know, mm. because there's a bank loan and there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people to answer to. Um, but if you're coming up with the funding and you're coming up with the, you know, grants and grant writing becomes a big part of it, um, you know, on online funding, any kind of opportunity like that, if you're able to come up with that, come up with the materials, come up with the plans, come up with the labor and put it together, um, there's a lot of people who can't afford architecture in this world, right? Maybe 1% of the world actually utilizes architects. Hmm. And uh, your built environment, you spend, I don't know, maybe 90% of your life inside of a building. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's kind of a sad thing to me because architects are the ones who create the beautiful environments that we don't get to live in. You know, and huh. so uh, what if that started to be? I think it's really important for people. I think it, it changes your mindset about the world you, around you, about the people around you. You know, if your environment is comfortable, then you're typically comfortable. 
Um, and, that's the, and then typically you'll treat other people in a comfortable way. And, and all of a sudden that starts to spill over into the, into the world. So um, that's sort of the, yeah, the long and short, yeah. <laughs> the long version or the short version, I'm not sure. But it's a, uh, it's a passion I have. And, and the passion really is more about, you know, the people that I can have a positive effect on in their lives than it is about the, the things one person can make or, or 20 people can make or whoever. Um, how can you connect people with the things you make? That's, that's really the biggest question that, that I'm always asking on projects. How is this uh, tying into the bigger picture, this bigger concept of, of uh, bringing us together as a culture, bringing us together as a society? Um, there's a lot of things that aren't doing that today, I think. Mm. There's a lot of diversions and ways to sort of subvert community um, for, for, for basically selfish purposes. That's my opinion, but it's, uh, I think people can maybe relate to it uh, in one way or another. And I think, um, you know, if you can think to your most recent barbecue you've been at, well, that was fun. And, and why? Because there was a whole bunch of people getting along. And, mm. and what if your environment sort of promoted that and, and brought us together in that same way? So um, that's what I'm looking for in projects. And, and you know, dealing with public space uh, is a big part of that because public space is, you know, sort of the leftover that, that isn't the privately owned and it's sort of there and there's a plaza or there's a fountain or there's something there. And those spaces are, are super important to our cities and to our urban urban environments and to how we... We become, you know, uh, not the com- not the culture that stays indoors and, and, and sort of peeks out the windows at each other, but the culture that sort of says, "Hey, let's all meet down at the at the plaza underneath that pergola, and we'll uh, we'll have a we'll have a cookout and a barbecue, you know, and meet our neighbors and have some fun." And um, I think that's something that uh, people who deal with the built environment play a huge role in, and and should should. You know, there should be a practice geared towards that, and and so there's where there I am. <laughs> yeah, and that's a, and, and 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 just that in, that intersection between art and architecture. Yeah, just you know, and and, and you know, bringing people together around that is absolutely it ties in really closely because you know, um, people aren't always a new building will go up, a new bank will go up, or a new restaurant will go up, or. Or, or a headquarters for some company, and, and it's beautiful, and it's wonderful, and it's a great addition to the neighborhood, and it adds value, um, it adds beauty, um, it does a lot of wonderful things, but it's, it's sort of a private private thing, and it's not yours. It's, it's If you work there, maybe, then you can go in, um, or maybe on the, on the architecture tour, you can walk through, and those are wonderful things because people get to experience it. But um, a, a work of public art, you know, I, I can walk up to that and climb up on it, thinking of the OKC letters out uh, at Wheeler District that, that Hugh uh, Meade did. And, that, you know, I can climb up on those and yeah. I can enjoy them and they're fun. And, you know, I can take pictures and, and, the, and it's a place. It's a place to go be and, and it's for everybody. And that's, that's, that's a huge aspect of what I'm doing. The, the, my project Skyline Timeline down at OCU's law school was incredibly successful, I think, in that regard. And I, I say that not to, you know, beef myself up, but to just, I, I went down to see if it was going to be successful because everything's an experiment when you're working in that kind of regard. It's, 
are people going to enjoy this the way that I want them to? Is it going to blow away, you know, because they look like kites? Or um, uh, We knew it wouldn't blow away. But uh, <laughs> the... Uh, the amount of activity in that plaza once these sort of big colorful fabric towers were up and 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 uh, the amount of activity tripled it didn't double it tripled there wow. were there were there were you know all kinds of uh, yoga classes there were exercises going on there were events uh with you know people sitting in the chairs and tables and hanging out at night um you know it was it was fantastic to see and and one of the more beautiful things about it, from my perspective, was that it went away so quick. Um, it, it it was a six month uh, piece, and and then we took it down. And uh, when it got taken down, like that 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 energy left. It it really did. Um, and and it, uh, you know, I got to see how clearly an effect this this kind of work has. On, on people all around it. It wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just the, the school itself. It was, it was, you know, two blocks away or three blocks away. People are like kind of starting to, because you can see it from a distance and there's, there's something beautiful and there's something new there and there's something that attracts me uh, to that, to that thing, that place. Uh, and, and, you know, the community and the, and the place start to come together again, which I think um, was... Super gratifying <laughs> to me, uh, and and sort of got the wheels turning on a number of other kinds of, of ways of thinking about this. You know, um, the smallest uh, intervention into the built environment can have sometimes the biggest effect. You just don't know. You know, you just don't know. So, uh, I've got a couple really really exciting projects uh coming along that you know play play along that exact same role and uh i know they're going to i know they're going to have a huge impact i just i I already know this in my mind because i've seen it um and that that energy that idea feeds the energy in me to make these projects even better and to work more closely with the people i work with you know there's a lot of cooperation that goes on in large-scale public art projects or, or architecture or engineering or any of these fields. It's all cooperation. It's all collaboration, we call it, except uh, I was talking to a gentleman yesterday who, you know, the, the, two, the word collaboration and the word cooperation have a, have a different sort of connotation when you're in Europe. And uh, mm. co- collaboration in, in, in France may not may not necessarily be a positive word, you know, because of uh, World War II and, and the collaboration with uh, oh, Germany at the time and uh, cooperation, however, mm. around the world could be seen as good. So I, I took that to heart, honestly, when we were talking and, and thought, well, that's a, beautiful, that's a beautiful thing to say. And I, honestly, I like the word cooperation even better because it just it sounds more... Uh, it asks the, uh, both people to give instead of collaborate means both people are trying to, you know, get something, get something out of that, that, uh, that partnership or, or however many people are involved. Um, whereas a cooperation is let's all put into this, this bucket and fill it up. So, um, I, I, I took that to heart, but I, I'm cooperating with a lot of organizations, uh, on upcoming projects that I'm, 
I'm super excited about. So. Oh yeah, and I was going to ask you in particular the uh, uh, the project in Enid. Yeah. With Romeo Owens. Yeah. I uh, read the story about that recently. Yeah. And uh, I love. I, I think if I remember right, you were talking about the importance of it being artist led. Yeah. And the significance of that. Absolutely. So that that project and uh, and uh, you know Romy. Romy kind of had this concept in her mind uh, of of you know her relationship with her mother, and and uh, of course her mother died uh, um, last Christmas mm. I think it was and um, and uh, she wanted to do some public art in Enid and she had found out about some funding available and um, kind of had a, a concept in mind of of you know this idea of somebody sort of guiding you and bringing you up and showing you the possibilities of the world. Um, and, you know, we, we were having coffee, uh, and, and she was talking to me about this, this idea and showing me uh, a few photos of, of uh, uh, sort of starlit skies or, or light bulbs in a field, sort of uh, uh, a beautiful sort of installation idea. And and also described you know some sort of shelter an idea of shelter over that and I uh, had mentioned geodesics and things like that and uh, at that point just kind of um, I said well that that all sounds that all sounds great and she didn't know I had left left my old position and, and had been sort of planning what I'm doing now uh, at the time she didn't even know that over coffee and I, I and I said well you know I. I could, I could help you out if you if you need you know what do you need, and uh, she said well I don't know what kind of time you have I said well I've got I've got some time, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so that's a, at that point uh, we decided to sort of uh, collaborate to to work together on the design of what what would go into Enid and and you know it was a month it was a I don't know it's in March April May June July. Uh, that that you know that many months of uh, sort of planning five six months of uh, figuring out what this design was how much it cost of engineering it uh, we worked with obelisk engineering um, we worked with some fabricators uh, both both in Enid and here in Oklahoma City to sort of tweak the design and make sure that that this is the best way to put it together and this is the the right kind of engineering and it's going to stand up and we went through three or four iterations of of what this was going to look like and how it was going to feel and how it operated how it fit inside of our budget and all of these things and and at the same time you know we're promoting it um Romy Romy was just spearheaded that that fundraising uh effort you know and she was really fantastic at it I, I was always amazed you know and she's like, yeah, like can we get another rendering and I'm like yeah let's do it man because it's just it was so exciting and is so exciting to see the reaction people had to uh, sort of this beautiful idea encompassed in sort of this really beautiful object you know and um, uh, it's a it's a it's it was an amazing process and one that I'm sure will last the rest of my life and a lot of other people's lives you know it's it's uh taken a little bit of time to get it get it get it off the ground and get it in the air but um it's being fabricated right now you oh know, wow there's, there's pieces of it coming together um it's uh it's it's happening so uh, i can't wait to see the finished project um there's so many people on that that volunteered and you know it's uh volunteered services volunteered time volunteered uh, 
their their um, creative energy. Um, it was uh, humbling, to say the least, to know that that many people across the state and really across the nation connected to this idea. Said, "Sure, I'll, I'll buy a I'll buy a star, you know, a hundred dollar star, or or I can't afford a star, but I can give you twenty five bucks." You know, we had a lot of that going on, and. Um, Every time, every time, you know, and both both Romy and I watched that GoFundMe, I think, you know, daily, um, and and we just were blown away by how many people would support something that a, 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 a couple of artists who, you know, had an idea and thought, well, can we can we put it here? Is that okay, City of Enid? And the City of Enid, oh my gosh, these guys uh, were just. From day one, they were on top of it. They they mm. loved it and they wanted it and they wanted to help us get it and they wanted to help us figure it out and never worked with anybody so helpful uh, and so eager and so just a beautiful group of people. Wow! Uh, and um, you know, uh, the city manager, the city engineers, all, all of them, just uh, an amazing group of guys uh, and girls who. Uh, jumped in and, and said, this is, this is something worthwhile. This, this is art, and it's, it's about a community, and it's about an idea, and we want it in our city as part of our new master plan for our downtown, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's just uh, to have that be part, uh, to, to, to be part of that experience um, is, is unforgettable and, and, and uh, part of the the joy of being alive, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That's, so. And I was wondering, too, in terms of the, the, the areas where these kind of projects, you know, tend to happen. I don't want to say tend to happen, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if, if that's something you see as the future as far as, you know, kind of bringing people together in some of these areas and, you know, downtown yeah. cities where yeah. maybe there wasn't the, these types of things before. I think definitely. Um, one of the projects I'm doing right now, and I, I, I hesitate to announce it because it hasn't been publicly announced, but I, I can speak about it in general terms, um, was very much uh, sort of a um, – we the city had an idea a long time ago, Oklahoma City did, for something. Um you know, those sometimes ideas sort of fall behind because they're not as big of a deal and we got bigger things to worry about. Hmm. Uh, and that's, that's fine. That's absolutely, I, I agree. Um, but then there comes a time for that to maybe come back. And, and it did. And I was at the right place at the right time to sort of uh, be given the opportunity to uh, contribute. And, you know, my con- contribution was uh, appreciated and, and it seemed to be sp- the right thing at the right time uh, for the right place and <laughs> you know you get lucky like that sometimes and uh, we we um, we took uh, something that maybe maybe hadn't been thought about or, or developed into uh, into a, a full-size project or a scheme and we we developed it into uh, or I, I, I and yeah, I developed it into a, uh, a a work of art for for a district in Oklahoma City that's that's the you know district of all districts I would say and wow. um, it's a it's an important new piece I think for the community and I think it, it, every time you get the opportunity to do something like that in a city um, you open up doors for 
200 other opportunities for somebody mm. else to do something like that in a city, you know? Um, and that's, that's where the importance of, of sort of treading new ground, of uh, putting, putting yourself out there uh, beyond, <laughs> beyond the point of no return sometimes, you know? And you do that, you take those risks, um, and, you know, sometimes you fall short. You, you do. Uh, I've, I've fallen short in a lot of areas. Um, but the beauty of that is you get to, you get to, you, pr- you probably get to learn a lot more from that, oh. you know, than you would have just having success after success after success. Um, and, uh, because you're going to, you're going to fail. And if either you're going to learn from failure or you're going to, uh, or you're going to continue it, or you're going to wait around in it, and you're going to be like, oh, man, I, I really did a bad job, and I'm, it's horrible. Or you're going to say, okay, this is, what, this is what I did wrong. Here's what I need to do right. Here's how I'm going to do it. And, and you move forward from there, and you move forward with the knowledge of don't do that, do this. And, you know, and, and that's something that uh, any, good, any good business model follows. You know, they, they track their failures, and they figure out what's wrong with them, and then they they move on for them, and any good human does that. You know, they track their failures, they figure out what they did wrong, and they move on from it. Um, and and hopefully they don't repeat it in the future. That's that's oh yeah. That's that's the key. So, um, yeah, I, I'm more than blessed to have a series, sort of a string of wonderful projects going right now, and working with. Factory Obscura, working with Current Studio and the Shift Exhibit, working, uh, you know, on a, a project that I hope I can I can fund and figure out how to make happen a statewide installation, uh, which oh, wow. would be a mushroom the mushroom fields. People have seen me tease images out there about that, um, and that one's a, a big project in my mind. Um, uh, you know, obviously Enid is going and. That's going to be a beautiful thing that adds to our state and the built environment. And uh, this idea of art, public art, public space, and and sort of architectural ideas and making all start to tie together. And I I really am blessed to be, you know, somewhat at the center of that and and just trying trying to bring together worlds that I think belong together, you know, and and... And again, it, it ultimately just ties back to none of this is worth anything if there's not people who want to come out and enjoy it and 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 get along and enjoy each other. So uh, that's 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 the shortest version or longest version of of what I'm trying to build. Uh, and you know, obviously, we're in the we're in the infancy stages uh, of what's going on here in the Paseo Arts District with my my new company and my, yeah. my new uh, idea of a space and how it could operate and, and how the community can actually start to be part of the building process, you know, and the design process and, uh, you know, bring ideas and maybe those ideas click for a group of people and we, we bring out something for, for you that you didn't think you could have because... Um, you know, community art belongs in neighborhoods as much as it belongs downtown in the middle of a plaza. Oh, yeah. You know, so um, that's the... I don't put limitations on what art is or what architecture is. I just... Ah. I, I, won't, I won't do it. Um, the two are... Uh, two, uh, 
sort of a nebulous, uh, 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 you know, they're, they're, they're a mishmash of ideas and, and people, and uh, they never come from one person. They always come from multiple people, and you got to be able to listen more than you more than you talk uh, when it comes to either one. you gotta, you got to be able to say, I don't know the answers. Um, and those are the people that I want to be around and that I think are the right people to work with. So uh, That's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I really feel it feels incredible to be sitting here kind of at ground zero. Of yeah. this, actually in, you know, in the building, yeah. you know, where you have this vision for, yeah. you know, having your offices and for people working together. Yeah. I thought if we could, maybe what we would do is take a quick break. Yeah. And then I would love to hear, you know, about your vision for that yeah. and, and kind of hear, you know, share with folks absolutely. what's going on with that and, and how that all emanates out from that. Absolutely. From Great. Sounds cool. Thank Sounds you. Good.